at the end of the day, you know, being an immigrant means that you have to be self-reliant and you, and you have to always have this mindset that you have nothing to fall back on. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, so this is our hashtag one thing episode. Sangram and I discuss various topics that are applicable to you and our community, like personal development, trends in the marketplace, big wins, big mistakes, and more. Here we go. All right, welcome back. My name is James. I'm one of the producers of the show. Sangram, how you doing? Perfect. Let's do this thing. I am stoked, man. So you've been getting a lot of questions really outside of the business around this topic, Sangram. And so we wanted to talk about it here on the show. You've said that being an immigrant has been a tremendous advantage for you. Given the current kind of political things happening right now, why would you say that being an immigrant has been such a huge advantage? That really hits to the core, right? And 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 I know that in, in situations like this, people try to stay away from these conversations. And I, I just want to embrace it because at the end of the day, you know, being an immigrant means that you have to be self-reliant and you have to always have this mindset that you have nothing to fall back on. And I want to just pause there for a second for people to kind of sink this in uh, a little bit. When you have nothing, absolutely nothing to fall back on, not your parents, not your friends, not your rest of the family, it is you who are responsible to make it happen. All of a sudden, you just stop worrying and having fears about it. You're literally moving in the direction that you want to go. And, and you start making decisions faster than anything. You stop worrying about things. You stop listening to news all the time. You stop like looking and saying that, oh, he did it because he had some other things possible for him or her. You stop doing all those excuses and you really start saying, you know what? I got nothing. And this from now on, I can only go up. So for me, you know, I really use being an immigrant, being one of the greatest kind of forcing functions for me is like, wow, I got nothing to fall back on. If there's anything I can do is move forward. Let's do it. Can you share the story, Sangram? How did you first transition over? Like how old were you when you came over to the States? I was 25. So this is like, you know, I'm going to date. I'm closing to 40 now. Uh, so this is like, I was 25 and I got here uh, and I went to University of Alabama at Tuscaloosa, roll tight for all these people, all the people <laughs> out there, uh, especially with the game results. And uh, it, was, it was a completely different world. Uh, I still remember um, friends of mine said, hey, you know what, if you want to get a understanding of what America and all the culture is all about, here are, you know, we had, they had like VHS, right? This is 2002. So VHS, like big file, like, you know, things, the tapes that you have to put it in. Yeah. Off. Everybody loves Raymond, friends. <laughs> and I think there's one where he's like, here's what you watch for the next eight hours. And then you would know everything you need to know about America. <laughs> I still remember that, right? So a lot of a lot of interesting stories kind of coming in here. But what I also realized was because I was in the South, I learned a lot about hospitality. Like, you know, people are just nice and, and great and helpful. And somebody would hold the door for you. Um, mm. while you're walking, even though you're across the street and things like that. So I, I really, really enjoyed my time you know, just being here and doing my master's at that point. And after that, I had 350 bucks. That's all I had when I when I came to United States. So nothing to fall back on except those 350 bucks. Uh, that's what keeps you going. I love it. And so you finished up at the University of Alabama. What happened 
from that point? Did you step into Salesforce from there? Or were there a few other spots along the journey? Oh, I was tremendously lucky in some areas. There was Deloitte Consulting was coming in and interviewing, uh, and they were only hiring for undergrads, and I was doing masters. Uh, okay. So, uh, and the reason was because they couldn't pay enough for a mm-hmm. masters. A masters person is going to ask for like forty-eight or fifty k, and they were ready to pay only thirty-five or something like that. So. I was, again, being an immigrant entrepreneur, mindset is like, well, that's great. I would rather have a logo of a Deloitte kind of consulting company and that yeah. experience than anything. So I went to them and said, hey, I'm doing my graduation, but I'm fine getting 35 or whatever you want to pay me. I just want to see if I can you know, do this thing. And they're like, are you sure you're a graduate? You should. I'm like, I'm not going to wait. This is great. So I was the only graduate person who actually got into wow. Deloitte with, and there was everybody was undergrad. And I'm like, that is perfectly fine with me because that education, that experience was really good. So I did two, three years of consulting, and then I had to join a startup where I learned a whole bunch about marketing. Uh, and then I was lucky enough to be hired by Pardot, where we went to the acquisition of Exact Target and Salesforce. Got so it. all those experiences have been like really, really propelling in every way, shape, and form. So do you feel like, because what stands out to me, particularly in that first part of that where you came on with Deloitte, you didn't feel entitled to a bigger salary. And because you lacked that entitlement, you ultimately ended up making a really good decision for your career. Do you feel like you not having that entitlement was a result of you kind of being an an immigrant and saying, hey, like I'm looking for any opportunity here. Like I'm not expecting, you know, anything. So any opportunity that I get is above expectation. Or do you think that that was independent of you being an immigrant and just more your personality? It it could be a combination. Uh, I do feel like this whole idea of entitlement is really killing us. I think people at all levels, like, you know, and let's say you're in marketing today and expecting and, you know, that, hey, I should be a director or a VP of, uh, you know, in my team because I'm working so hard and I'm so smart. Or, you know, you're in sales and saying, man, I should be an area vice president and whatnot. I think the entitlement where I should be this is what's killing us because that's taking us away from what you should be doing. Uh, mm-hmm. every day to achieve success in your life mm-hmm. and titles and, and roles and and things like that are only keeping you back responsibilities and things that you get to work on really moves you forward so for me it has always been about what kind of work can i do that's mm-hmm. going to help me learn uh, be fulfilling be something that i can stretch my wings because after some point like after 5 years 10 years from now whoever you are let's say you're early in your career nobody's going to remember any of those things it's not going to matter what's going to matter is the experience that you have, not the title you had at that company, so and so. So for me, I never talk about what was my title at Deloitte. I was at Deloitte, and they are the top four consulting firms in the nation. So that's mm-hmm. enough. So who cared? Nobody cared if I was in a undergrad group or a grad group and stuff like that. So I think we we talk ourselves out of insanely amazing opportunities. And I, I wish everybody would just take a moment and say, you know what, let's just go for great opportunities, not for titles, not for salaries, but amazing yeah. opportunities. And I think that that's a result of just looking for wins in the short term. And I think yeah. being so short-sighted when it comes to our career, as opposed to taking the long view and saying, hey, what's the long-term implication of me having Deloitte on my resume? Oh, it's probably pretty incredible. So <laughs> I'll you know, 
continue to eat, you know, ramen for a little bit or, or <laughs> not buy the new car for a few years while I'm getting in those reps and that experience at Deloitte. And it's ultimately led you to kind of where you are today. How do you feel like you being an immigrant has shaped your entrepreneurial spirit, Sangram? I think uh, and for me, it's been the best thing that I use as a, uh, is something whenever I feel like, oh man, things are not going my way. I look at that with gratitude that my goodness, what a great opportunity I have. And so what if this didn't work? This is what I have is incredible. I don't want to be in any other place but where I am today. I think the United States is one of the greatest countries in the world. I love it. And I want mm-hmm. to be part of it. So to me, and it is the land of immigrants and people know it if they take the time to look at the history books. But at the end of the day, it is 100% a mindset. I don't want to let anyone or anything take me away from what I'm capable of doing or what God has gifted me with. So I think at the end of the day, people want to keep focus on God's gifts, focus on their ability to do things and not listen to too many people, not listen to just the world all the time or all the negativity that might be there. I think we'll be so much better off and we'll be so much ahead of the game. I love it. Sangram, this has been fantastic, man. I really appreciate your time today. Stoked to do it again next week. Let's do it. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.